Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach Tip of the Day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks very much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you with us. My next guest is someone that that uh, you cannot hold this guy down. Uh, he, I don't think he ever sleeps uh, ever. Uh, he is the the founder of the Exit Planning Institute, and uh, many years ago, and then he's written books about that, sold that organization, and now is back with a new book, a new institute called the Master Planning Institute. We're going to talk about why it's not enough. Just to have something called an exit plan, business owners today need a master plan. So I want to welcome Peter Christman. Peter, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us again today. Thank you, Bill. It's good to be back with you. Good to hear your voice. Peter, uh, you know, you're, you're always up to something creative to help the small business owners. We talked about this before. Small business owners are your heroes uh, and uh, you've, you've done so much for them, and now you've come back with something called the Master Plan. Can you tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about your background and how you began to develop the, this concept of the Master Plan? Sure. Um, I was uh, an investment banker for about uh, 22 years, and then in the year uh, 2000, uh, I uh, woke up one day and, uh, you, you know, I I said, you know, I, I know we're doing a great job for our clients because we're selling our client companies for the greatest value, but uh, I, I knew they were paying too much in taxes because there was no tax planning going on, and I wasn't sure the money was going where it should be going because there was no estate planning going on and no financial planning going on. And so, therefore, duh, I, I said, you know, what's the problem? The problem is that all the planning is taking place after a liquidity event instead of before the liquidity event when you can get the greatest benefit. So what I did was I created exit planning, and I created a process that we beta tested on, on uh, three companies. That went well. And then we put it into our model and incorporated it into uh, our uh, dealings with our clients and business owners. And then we uh, wrote a book on it called The $10 Trillion Opportunity, which talks about the situation with the baby boomers and what's happening with them. And I know you've covered that on your show many times. And then uh, started in 2006, we started the Exit Planning Institute. Uh, and the mission of that institute was to train and certify business advisors in um, in exit planning so they could go out and, and implement this process with their uh, clients. And then uh, I sold that company. Well, before I talk about that, we, we certified uh, uh, advisors from uh, eight countries, of course, including the United States. And then in 2012, I sold the uh, firm to an outstanding uh, group out of Cleveland called the Aspire Group, who was headed up by Chris Snyder. Because I felt the uh, the Exit Planning Institute needed new energy and and new resources that I knew Chris could uh, could uh, field for the group, and that's worked out real well. I'm still very very active with them, still teach on the board, et cetera, et cetera. 
And uh, then, uh, as, as you said earlier at the beginning, uh, you know, there's just no way I can uh, I can retire because uh, I'm I'm not too young to retire, but I just don't feel like uh, retiring. Mm -hmm. So I I uh, I uh, wrote this new book for business owners called The uh, Master Plan. And Bill, let me tell you why I wrote. And I and I really changing the terminology a little bit from exit planning to master planning. I was really tired of some business owners telling me they're too young to have an exit plan, or uh, they're they're just not ready right now, uh, and uh, it, it just didn't make any sense at all because, you know, all business owners are human. And uh, we don't know if we're going to be around tomorrow, next week, next month, what have you. And they've really got to grasp their responsibilities that they have to themselves, their employees, and what have you. So I said, you know, I'm going to change this term because every business owner should be using the principles of exit planning. But let's change the term from exit planning to master planning because this is a process in, in the, uh, that's noted in a book that every business owner can use and uh, to be successful. And this way, if they incorporate and they use and develop a master plan, uh, they're ready for, for anything. They're re ready for that proverbial truck. They're ready if uh, a, a buyer comes along and wants to make them a hell of an offer for their company. And they then have fulfilled their responsibilities to themselves, their employees, family, and, and, and so forth. And uh, for those of your listeners, uh, when they see the book, they'll, they'll get a kick out of it as a business owner because on the bottom of the uh, cover it says it's a must-read if you sign the front. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, and that's true, and I'm just so pleased – uh, the book has just come out. It's on Amazon, and uh, it's on at Barnes and Noble on eBooks and so forth. But I'm really pleased with the reviews that we've gotten, and I think I've hit my my target uh, with with this book. Yeah, yeah, Pete, you hit a you hit a important point there, and that is that a lot of people would shy away from the planning called exit planning because they think, well, I'll do that when I'm ready to sell my business. I don't need to do that right now. But in fact, a lot of businesses, a lot of business transitions happen off the desired schedule. In other words, somebody can say, well, when I'm 67 and a half years old, I'm going to sell my business. But a buyer might come along when you're 58 years old and you need to be ready for that. You might have a heart attack when you're 59. You need to be ready for that. There's all kinds of situations that happen that are unplanned that business owners, if they're not ready for, can destroy all that they've been working for. And that's where the master plan comes in, right? Absolutely. You just hit it right on the head. And the other part about the other thing about that is I think what I've heard from you is that in all of the years of research that you've now seen with people that do uh, exit plans or people that decide to put it off, one of the reasons they put it off is they don't have a critical part of the master plan, which is their life plan. So let's talk a little bit about that and how that's different from just talking about uh, an exit plan, which is generally financial in nature. What is what is the life planning side? The, the the master plan is, is uh, if your listeners could visualize a three-legged stool, 
And the objective of the master plan process is to develop those three legs of the stool. And the first leg to be, to be developed is do everything you can possibly to maximize the value of your business. And that process starts out with uh, an evaluation of the company, uh, an assessment of the operations of, of the company, and then an action plan to uh, in, incorporate uh, those things that, that have to be accomplished uh, to maximize the value of the business. The next leg of the stool to, to develop is uh, to get planned personally from an estate tax and financial point of view. That leg again begins with an assessment of the owner's current situation and a strategy and action plan is then developed to fully develop that leg of the stool. And then the third leg of the stool, which I think is the most neglected part of the whole process uh, in running a business is is to uh, develop some kind of life plan so that business owners know where they're going. They know where they've been, but more importantly, where are they going? And a lot of times when they make decisions uh, to do something with the company, uh, they really don't get good advice and they don't talk it over with their spouse, uh, their family, with close advisors, close friends, and so forth. So we, again, sit down with the, with the business owner and develop that third leg of the stool because if they think they're going to eventually exit the business and play golf every day, they're, that's not what they're going to be happy with. And, you know, to back up why that third leg of the stool needs to be fully developed is that Price Waterhouse tells us that those business owners out there today, that when they sell their business, 75% of them are unhappy with that move. And you know the reason is they never developed that third leg of the stool. So once you have all three legs of that stool developed, now you're running a successful business. You have switched from a lifestyle uh, management to a value creation management style. And uh, you are planned personally to take advantage of all uh, the financial tax and estate breaks that are out there. And, of course, then you have a plan on how you're going to spend the rest of your life. And, uh, you know, another pathetic uh, statistic, Bill, is that uh, 50%, you know, everyone's going to exit their business at some point in time. It's just a matter of how and, and when. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, 50% are, are leaving their business through what we call the five Ds, which in three of them are, you know, death, divorce, and disability. And the other two escape me right now. I can never remember the five Ds, but, but that's pathetic. I mean, no, that, that is just not taking advantage of... Uh, uh, of your responsibility to uh, your family employees to die with your your boots on in the business, you know, and to leave uh, well, it I that think, way. I think they might be disagreement and dissolution, if I remember correctly. But those would be where people, you know, walk away in a huff and they they sell off, and they the buy sell agreement may or may not be their best friend at that point. And the last one is they 
uh, they they run it. It's been run into the ground, and it's just they're selling it for a fire sale. And all of those things, you know, can, can well, you can't solve everything, obviously. But without a master plan, uh, and, and again, the the key here is now you don't have to worry about when do I start? Do I start five years before I want to sell my business? Because the key point is here: just start, uh, create time, and and uh, and put some time into this. How much time? Do you suggest people spend on developing their master plan once they decide to get started with it? And how long does the process take generally? I think it's a minimum of a two to five year process. And uh, it, it's, uh, it, it involves a, a switch in attitude. As I mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of the business owners out there today are just, uh, you know, managing your business with a lifestyle approach. Mm-hmm. And they're not building value in their business. And then when it comes time to do something, they can't figure out why why they can't get it twice. And you can't get it twice. I mean, that's just the fact of life, and that's just reality. So start today, and it, as I said, it's a two- to five-year process, but the way we've got the process laid out, it's a very simple uh, process to implement <laughs> And you chip away at it every day, every week, every month. And there's nothing wrong with making more money and building more value. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of benefits that people, uh, business owners who do uh, start a, a, a master plan, a lot of benefits that they derive and they're happy with. I can think of three right off the bat, Pete. And one of them is you're you're working on really building a more valuable entity, something that's going to pay you back more when it is time to transition or sell, because now you've got some focus on that. And again, they don't have to spend a lot of time on that. This is a planning where they can they can maybe have a meeting once every couple of weeks or once every month in the beginning, and then just spend a little bit of time just as they're just as they're looking at their business plan. Another way, though, is it, how are you going to be remembered? Either you're going to be remembered for your planning or for your lack of planning. I can tell you that from experience and working with a lot of business owners. Be sure you're remembered for your planning. And third, and the, I think one of the most critical benefits that we talk about a lot uh, of planning, especially in a family business, is the notion of having happy Thanksgivings forever. And that, that just means, in, in a metaphor, that just means everybody's Everybody's feeling good about the what's happened and what's happening in the business, and there's you're avoiding family disputes and and all that kind of thing down the road. So it's very important. How do people get started on master planning, Pete? Well, I tell you what, the first uh, first step is they they have got to uh, we we believe strongly in a, in a team type of environment, and and who's on that team? The basic team consists of a quarterback. Who is coordinating the three the activities going on in the three legs of the stool? Then you would have your financial planner and your accountant, who are mainly uh, the accountant is working on legs one and two of the stool. The financial planner is working on leg two of the stool, and then uh, then of course your uh, corporate uh, attorney who uh, is working uh, basically uh, on the seat of the stool. And uh, and that's the basic team that you need to get started. And then 
as you go through the process, you may need other advisors who will come in and help you maximize the value, uh, maybe do some super-duper tax planning that your uh, current advisor is not capable of. Or, you know, in some cases on the third leg of the stool, Bill, the owner may have a very dysfunctional situation going on and may need the help of a business psychologist who is experienced in helping families uh, work through that uh, dysfunctional mess. And uh, it, it, it really, I, I, you know, I've been in this business now for how long? 37 years, uh, 47 years. And this process is the best I've seen. And I've dealt with a lot of business owners, and uh, I'm just tickled to death. I, I'm just really excited about it. If people take it up, they they really got to start it. There's no excuse well, not to. Pay heed because there's uh, you know 77, 78 million baby boomers out there. Probably eight to twelve of them, depending on who you talk to, own a business. Uh, they're all heading for the exit at the same time. They're heading toward in the same direction, but the exit might be it's going to be a different path for for different business owners. So regardless of whether you want to sell your business, transition it to family members or key employees, or maybe you just want to go part time and be the part time uh, chairman of the board and be an absentee owner for a while, you need to start with your master plan. And Pete, they can find out about the book and. Hello, hello, Pete. I hear yeah. you, Pete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess we lost you for a second, but I was telling our listeners they can get a copy of your book at masterplanbook.com, correct? If they go to that uh, website, uh, they'll they'll hear a three-minute uh, little talk uh, from me, and uh, they can uh, then either get a hard copy of the book or a Kindle version of the book, and... Uh, and uh, go from there and get started. And, you know, Bill, another thing I did for business owners, because the book is only about 80-some pages long, because I didn't want any excuses coming back that the book's too long, I'll get to it, and something like that. I designed it to have all the basic information in there in, in a content and format that they could easily uh, read about on the plane or in the evening or, or what have you. So there's no excuse not to uh, learn more about the master plan. Well, take it from uh, Peter Christman, who's been around the block a few times and, and was the, the padre of all exit planning out there. Uh, this is important information. You need to get the book, masterplanbook.com. And Pete, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, and I hope you'll come back and uh, tell us a little bit more about some of the details in the master plan in a future interview. Would you do that? I sure will anytime. And I, I can't, can't believe that our 20 minutes have gone by so quickly. Every time I talk to you, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I, the, the time goes by too quickly and I, I got, we got 20 minutes in or two hours in, you know, well, it's it's just enough for our listeners to understand the importance. I think we we uh, you you covered it very clearly. Uh, what the master plan is, how they can get the book, learn more about it, and then get on the road to having a successful planned business, so they're remembered for their planning, not their lack of planning. Pete, thanks so much for joining us once again. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate it, and tell them to feel free to call me or contact me anytime on this subject. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this, so please stay with us. 
You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 